two middle-aged dads who are evolving. Well, mostly evolved. Discussing the world around them. Occasionally funny. Always idiotic. They know how to use a glass, but why? When you can just drink from the carton. This is the Drink from the Carton Podcast. Now, I don't want to say we're frauds. I love our name, but have you ever actually been busted for uh, drinking from the carton, Nick, in New York? Busted, no. Busted, no. But uh, I have, but that's just because I'm a supreme being when it comes to that kind of nefarious activity. How about you? Uh, I don't think my wife really cares, to be honest. Oh, well, there you. you go. So, so that's why I feel a little fraudulent. That's okay. But we speak for the comment for the you know the like cliche the, the traditional well, cliche yeah yeah the it's like a it's a state of being more than it's an actual thing it's symbolism yeah it yeah, is absolutely uh, I'm Paul Fletcher I'm in the Twin Cities I'm Nick in New York I'm in New York I love that I love that one that's my favorite one of my favorites my go-to joke um, we sit here Martin Luther King Day um, yes. I got eight hours of sleep last night and I don't remember the last time that happened God bless Martin Luther King. Yeah, it was pretty glorious. The daughter slept in, all of that. And uh, I woke up at 9 a.m. and I went, are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't even, sometimes I think I'm, um, I was pulled from like a a prostate commercial, you know, like getting up to pee. <laughs> and I have to get up to pee a lot because I drink a ton of water, a ton of water. And, uh, but last night I must have uh, curbed my drinking enough um, that uh, I didn't have to get, in pee, get up and pee three times. So. You're sure you didn't wet the bed? Pretty sure. Yeah, that would be bad if I did because there's no uh, liner. So. How's the uh, what's how's the girl the daughter sleeping in general now? Anyway, oh dude, she's three and a half. She's crushing it. I mean, she's gone through a little bit of a phase of, um, you know, at say for argument's sake, twelve thirty a.m. It's monsters, oh. and then at two a.m. It's her fan, her ceiling fan. She doesn't want that on anymore. And the problem is, is that when she was much tinier, uh, um. We gave in and we went to mm-hmm. her when we shouldn't have. So we are kind of stuck in that now. So, so now it's a thing yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. kind of it is. Kind yeah. of sort of it is. Um, one other small note. Uh, there was something else I was going to bring up, but I've already forgotten. My memory. That, that needs to be a thing, by the way. People need to know my memory is awful. I'm talking this. We've been going for not even three minutes. And there was something just before we started that I was like, oh, I want to bring that up. And it had to do with Martin Luther King Day or it had to do with the fact that today is the day that it is or whatever. And I already forgot. Well, tell you what, how about I work on a series of like fit brain games, like memory enhancing. So like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, but I would, you know, say like a short two sentence thing in one episode and you see if you can recall it the next, I don't know, something like that. Or just like later in the episode. Yeah. Without, writing, without writing it down. Is it St. John's ward or is it, what are you supposed to take for memory? I don't even know. Yeah, you um, forgot, probably. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think you're supposed to smoke weed for memory. <laughs> um, but a quick note, uh, as we sit here on Monday, uh, Martin Luther King Day, uh, we watched The Martian last night. Yes, and, I saw on Twitter you had. Yeah, and I, I just have to say, uh, it's the it, it's Matt Damon's best performance in a long time, and I went to his IMDB, and yeah. as an actor, he is credited. Now, granted, he gets credited when he like makes an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, significant. Yeah. Not every yeah. appearance. Right. 
but he's done 74. He's got 74 credits. Wow. That's a long career. And I would, I would argue 50-plus of those are, are movies. He's um, done a lot of flicks. And this. so when I say that this is his best performance in a while, it's not like, well, yeah. It, no, he does a ton of movies, so it's you know, but, quite a compliment. So better than We Bought a Zoo? I, you know what? That was, I hope you're not making fun because that was a great movie. Okay. All right. Maybe we can talk about this sometime else. I thought it was a great, great movie. If but, you're going to work, if you're going to great movie for We Bought a Zoo, then clearly that deserves its own segment. Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was family friendly, and it was good. Uh, no, yeah, it was. The Martian was. He was. He was in rare form. He, you know, he was. He was funny. Um, you know, he basically did the Tom Hanks castaway bit where it's just him. Um, found ways. They found clever ways for him to be able to, you know, talk and stuff like that. But, uh, um, yeah, it was uh, it was well done. Visually stunning, as you may get, maybe would guess. I mean, he, he truly believed he was on Mars. I was they like, yeah, that's Mars. Was, uh, the way they shot it, everything is just fantastic. So, I mean, you look at those movies and the Sandra Bullock movie and whatever, whatever. So it, it appears as though one of our big Americans, big fears is being sort of abandoned out to float through space forever, right? Well, that would suck. Uh, no doubt, but I'm just saying. So uh, you, you know, if if you were uh, Mystery Science Theater three king it and watching all of our space movies, you would say, "Huh, these guys are really, really, really afraid of being abandoned in space to float forever until your it's oxygen like, ran out." It's Major like Tom. three movies in the history of history about that, and songs. Yeah, but there's been like three movies, so I don't think that that's I'm just the, saying. Well, but if you're you know if you're Steve visiting us from Pluto. You, I don't think if you watched, if you looked at the entire uh, catalog of American movies, that you would say, "Wow, those people are afraid of being lost in space." Really? I mean, there's there's The Martian, there's Interstellar, and what there's Gravity, that? and that's like it. I don't know, man. Okay, for the la- okay, so over the last five years, it's the big fear. Yeah, it probably is. Well, so we've just become afraid of it. That's all. We've evolved to that place. To that. Space. I think you're making things up right now. No, I'm just saying. I'm observing. That's all. I'm not. I didn't make up the movies. No, you didn't make up the movies. I think you're making up the theory. I'm just observing. You're spitballing. This isn't the movie we came here for, anyway. (laughs) This This isn't the movie you're looking for. (laughs) What movie is that? (laughs) Okay, well, uh, let's start it off right away with spoiler alert, because this is the. If you uh, were cool enough to listen to the previous. Uh, episode of Drink from the Carton. Thank you. Um, and uh, that was the non-spoiler version of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. This one is the no holds barred. We can talk about whatever we'd like. Spoiler edition. I mean, it is over a month later. So yes. if you haven't seen it, then you probably should go see it. And uh, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled on anything, well, then you should probably go bye bye in a car car. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, I think the I think actors and people have started uh, offering up bits of spoilers in interviews now. It's been that long since the movie came out, so if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. Right. I I would wholeheartedly agree with you. So okay. uh, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, you oh, like that? You've been sitting on that for a while. <laughs> Actually, it's just the volume control on my YouTube channel, like this. Ooh, what's this? Who are you? I'm no one. No, you're not no one. You're Ray. That's who you are. 
I'm I'm looking at it as it's playing right now, Nick in New York, and she I I'm so I was glad to do one thing. Okay, great. That's that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, I'm glad that she's 23 because the more I see it, the more I want to be friends with it. <laughs> she's just she's. Can we agree? I think we talked about this a little bit in the last one, but can we agree she 110% steals the show? Yeah, but except that it was hers. I mean, it was hers to steal, right? I mean, I know, you know that. Was, you know, she didn't. She didn't ad lib the whole thing. They wrote it for her to own it. Well, I realize this, but and I, I, I would think that they would put somebody it. in place to, to that's going to be able to be capable of that. But how many times have you gone to see a movie and it's like, oh my god, it was that person that the 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 supporting role that stole the show. I mean, you know, I'm just saying somebody could have, you know. This Poe, okay. if he had a little bigger part, he maybe could have stole the show. But no, I just, uh, I just, every time I, I've seen it four times now, and um, she's just, I fall more and more in love with her. It's not, yeah. none of my, when I say I want to be friends with it, I'm not saying that I just want to get her naked. I'm, I'm saying that I want a long term relationship. Yeah. 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 I hear you. And it, what is that? That's BB 8. She totally, totally, totally kills it. Yeah. She was fantastical. She uh, was, uh, she was wonderful. And I'm very stoked because, you know, in, in, in the limited discussion there's been so far about uh, eight, episode eight, um, you know, they're basically confirming what we all knew, but confirming nonetheless that, you know, that, 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 that she is, that the next two movies are, the next two in this part of this series are going to, you know, focus around or not, fo you know, focus around the resolution of her identity and her place in the overall story. And so, I mean, they, 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 they're not going to just let her die on the vine. I mean, she, they set her up as this huge, important, amazing heroine, and they're going to continue to, to build off that, which they absolutely should. And which is just, I guess, good that to hear that they acknowledge that. I thought you were going to say that what you read was that they were going to go completely off script and she was going to make sweet, sweet love to me. I have not read that. It was, is that on, is no, that I haven't read it either. I'm just or? hoping that I'll see it sometime. Oh, well, it's good to hope for things. Um, a new hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so where do you want to start on dissecting this thing? Uh, I don't want to, you know, we, we can't go on for an hour and a half on this. I mean, we, yeah, we could, but um, where do you want to start? Where's the, uh, I would well, I, say. Yeah, go. No, you go. I asked you. I, I think the biggest question well, okay, for for spoilers specifically, or just to talk about the movie with no holds barred. No holds barred. We're not. I'm not looking to just like. All right, spoiler number one. Now let's yeah. just let's just talk about it. The last one we talked about it, and we were very careful to not give anything away. This time, talk about it freely, however the heck you want. The big storyline to me is is her identity, and I would say the one A storyline in terms of you know gravity gravity is. Uh, oh, that was uh, that was the Sandra Bullock movie. We're talking about Star Wars. Oh yeah. No, is uh, I was gonna say Snoke. That's the first thing that came to my head. But what do you think? Uh, her who her papa is, and her her yeah, family yeah, family and, and or her mother. Yeah. Um, she, I go she, between. I I well I've I've I have been able to eliminate. Obviously, none of this is fact. This is simply my own right. theorizing or my own opinion. Right. Um, I have been able to eliminate Luke as a dad. Okay, based on what? Based on the fact that Jedi is supposed to be some hermit you know essentially you're a nun you know you go live off on your own dude's out on a rock somewhere he's i mean unless he you know stumbled into a bar on tatooine got hammered on some sludgy 
you know, blue toxic blue stuff or like maybe now like a neon. I think the drink would probably be neon green and he seems more like a slushy type. Um, and then, you know, it was like, ooh, you have 14 boobs and six arms. Let's get it on and had a one night stand. Uh, I just don't see him the fatherly type. Furthermore, he's the ultimate Jedi. He's not going to be sleeping around and uh, he doesn't strike me as a type, the Marian type. Um, I, I understand in the I, last episode, I don't remember what I called it, but I called it something incorrect. I understand in the expanded universe, which is like the books and the fodder, et cetera, um, he does have a love interest or whatever, but that's that's for the uber nerds. That's not for, you know, the uh, 21-year-old girl who's going to go, that what Saw 7 is kind of familiar with some of the Star Wars is, uh, is going to, you know, Saw 7, loved it, is going to go see 8. She doesn't know anything about that expanded universe. So I think they're going to stick to what we know. And what we know is that Luke is uh, the ultimate Jedi, uh, arguably the most powerful human in the history of the galaxy. Uh, and he's not really the Marian type. He doesn't strike me the fathering type. And uh, so I'm, I'm eliminating him. I'm, I'm strong on one of two things. Um, and there are holes that can be poked in this theory. Uh, but I'm, I, I do believe that it's possible he is still Han and Leia's kid. Uh, she is still Han and Leia's kid. Uh, or she's just some random orphan of the resistance that they saw good in, or you know good solid power in, and so they uh, they left her on Jakku to hide her away from everybody, and uh, you know maybe her parents died or something like that, and so they but they but then she says her family is going to come back for her, so uh, I think Han and Leia is very possible, it, well, or or at least Leia, right? It's it's not a given that uh, Han and Leia didn't get married per se, right? Right. So for, I mean, but okay, wait. One of her parents has to have been have jedi blood no no isn't that the, isn't that the only way you can have jedi blood is to be i, I, I don't know related that. to a jedi did obi-wan have yeah, he was, well i don't know but he was a jedi do we have did samuel l jackson's backstory? character have I, I don't think that that's necessary otherwise they wouldn't have the jedi training i don't think. well i mean i guess they would but uh, you know there weren't that many jedi uh in the galaxy so how would we have a whole academy well, of jedis but that well, I don't know. See, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm. This is where my, this is where my expertise and or nerdery, um, yeah. hit, hits a ceiling. I, I don't know. So I, I don't think you need to be. No, I think it's because the force is all around you. So it's you know everybody can feed off of it, is what they say. So I think anybody can learn it and or be gifted, if you will. I, I'm more on the the theory that makes that that resonates best with me now is that she is somehow a Kenobi offspring. Okay. And um. Uh, I, that's, that's the one that makes them the, like I said, that resonates the best with me. I, I'm not saying, I hear what you're saying too, though. I, I hear that. I, I also, you, you know, I, I see where she could be a, at least a Leia. And I agree that that seems the least likely that she's a Luke. Although in that sort of scene, when she touches the lightsaber with, with Maz and then goes on that memory thing, that vision thing, whatever, uh, and then later, I think Maz says, you know, uh, the, I see in your eyes that you know that the people you're waiting for aren't coming back, but there is one who could. You know, she says it you know, under sort of under her breath. She says Luke at that point. So there is certainly a tie to Luke. But I don't think that's what she's saying when she says that. I don't think she's saying he's your dad. I think she's saying that you have that you have the special whatever they call it power, the gift uh, of the force. And you can take the saber, learn, become stronger, and help bring him back. I think that's all she's saying. Mm. Um, you know, there. Are, I mean, there are certainly 
arguments, you could certainly make arguments that she's not Han and Leia's, um, or just Leia's for that matter, um, you know, because they refer to her as the girl throughout the entire time. You know, Han looks like he's never met her before. Um, but there are things that they do that um, that indicate that she is. Also, uh, my a buddy of mine uh, who's uh, as big a Star Wars nerd as I know, um, he made a good point uh, that if you were trying to hide her from the dark side, that's exactly how you would act. Like you don't know her. And that's keep, true. And you know what I mean? Uh, you know, kind of like Luke and Leia didn't know until Return of the Jedi that they were brother and sister. So, uh, and they, how old were they at that time? You know, they had to be late teens, if not early twenties, uh, roughly given, uh, well, no, they must've been teens cause this is supposed to be 30, 40 years later and Luke didn't look like he was 70. So, uh, anyway, so, um, so yeah, I, th- I think that's still possible. I also think it's entirely possible that, you know, like that she's just an orphan, you know, that's got skills, orphan with skills. Um, the Kenobi yeah. bit, I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah. what else? Who is the old guy on Jakku at the beginning? I don't know. I think his name's Carl, and he um, he lost a lost a, a bet to Leia back in the day playing cards. No, I don't have any idea. But I mean, um, what's his? Is he there to sort of kind of look over? He talks her? about making things right or whatever, and it's like He's he also looks kind of familiar. I haven't combed back through the old Star Warses. Yeah, but he looks like he's familiar. He looks kind of familiar-ish. But he knows he knows Ben, right? And def- therefore, you assume he knows he Leia knows Ben and Han. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben. Kylo Ren. Ben. Right. Kylo. Can uh, we just call him Kylo Ren? Ben from here on. No, because his name is Ben. Because right. his mama named him Ben. Well, let's call That's him Kylo Ren. Ben, so people know who we which Ben we mean. Because there's also a Ben Kenobi guy too. Yeah, but yeah, okay, fine. Anyway, just go with it. So Don't he, be so argumentative he, all the time. He knows his parents, though. He knows Kylo Ren Ben's parents. Right. Uh, so he's either has ties to the old rebellion, which mm-hmm. isn't the rebellion anymore, or he's at least just sort of, you know, a neighbor to those dudes for a while. But th- that either presumes that uh, that presumes that either he hasn't been on Jakku forever or that Leia and Han were at least long enough for him to know them and Kylo Ren Ben for a time so if he's temporarily and new to Jakku then the question that brings up is why is he on Jakku and and that makes me wonder whether or not he's there to sort of look over uh, Ray from afar but closer Mm. than another planet Mm, I like that maybe he's a Kenobi maybe that's her dad oh maybe he's like a brother maybe that's her dad and he's dead as a doornail Carl Kenobi I don't think doornails are is there such thing as a doornail? Um, Kyle Kenobi, is that what you said? No, Carl. You called Carl. Him Carl. Oh, yeah, Carl Kenobi. I mean, Carl, Ben, that's, yeah. Maybe he was just neighbors with Leia back in the day when they were living in double wides. But uh, Yeah, I, I, I don't know who he is. I'm, I'm, I, see, the thing about me is, I think we talked about this last episode. The thing about me is, uh, if they explain all of this stuff, fantastic. If they don't really, that's fine. I don't really no, care. No. If I don't find out who he is, yeah. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna hang me up. But I, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't mind knowing. Um, well, uh, but you're right. I only need to know if it's important. True. We know he's a. Uh, what do we know? We know he he go. He's got some history with with Leia. He knows she's a princess because uh, yep. he called her royalty. Um, yep. He had the, We know he knows he, Luke because he has the the map. Right. Or at least he's a trusted. You know. Uh. Whatever. He's an al- He's an ally who's got history and definitely knows Leia. So that we know. And, and like, and now. he knows Ben. So, and he knows his family. So, yeah. 
And he's uh, dead now. And at present, he's dead? Yes. That's a callback to A Few Good Men. Right. Um. So... Can let's you know what let's go. Uh, we were just that was a fairly colorful and positive conversation. Let's go negative for a second. Okay, take me dark. Leave, and uh, also a spoiler alert. I'm gonna swear because that's how passionate I get about this. <laughs> Leave the fucking mask on, dude. <laughs> Don't ever take off the fucking mask again. Seriously, this isn't girls on HBO. All right, and I get that you're unstable and it's precious, and I get that you listen to a lot of emo. In your younger years. I get it. It's precious. Leave the mask on. That's all I'm saying. Why does it bug you? I, I'm not saying I, I disagree, but why does it bug you that much? Because it, he's... I don't want the storyline to be that he is... Like, I I get it, and, and, and I guess I, I it's more so that I just don't want it to be the way it is, but it kind of just is, and I should probably just accept it. I don't know why, I guess. it. it first of all, he loses... When he's when he especially when he's in a position of power, when he's interrogating Ray, like he lost all strength with me. Like it was just, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. That's how I would have been if I was her. I'd have been like, okay, yeah, put the mask on. You're not scaring me. You're just you're just some you know pimply looking, goofy looking oddball. Um, you know, he it, it just it doesn't it didn't do much for me at all, really. So um, let me. Okay, so this is related to that. Uh, you've seen this movie now 100% more times than I have because I've seen it twice. You've seen it four times, I believe. Yeah. Uh, my wife's in my recollection is that every time he hear uh, Kylo Ren hears about the girl or a girl, he he like whips his head around and he's like instantly very 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 intrigued and interested. So uh, does he know about her? Is he aware of her? Not sure. Or is it just a girl? But yeah, there's some interest there. There's some, at least, uh, at least, you know, uh, he, he's curious. And and does he take the mask off for anybody else? No, just just for her, correct? No, he takes no, it off ben, for Han Solo dad, at the end. Yeah. I mean, but his dad. See, I didn't have a problem with him taking it off there. I just had a problem when he took it off for her. Because he's supposed to have the upper hand there. He's supposed to be the badass. He's not supposed to be the vulnerable, unstable Oh, I've got daddy issues. Got he's supposed to be a badass that's ascending to Sith status and dark side badass, and it, you know, and I get that he's not quite there yet. And part of his deal is that he's is the inner conflict, etc. Um, I didn't really have a problem with him taking it off for his dad because that was a moment. Um, and I, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I, but I just I'm saying going forward, leave the thing on. He may need to get a new one because I'm thinking it blew up in the Star Killer brace, but. Um, Maybe not. He'll probably, if they're smart marketing wise, they'll make a whole new one that's looks the same, but is more new and improved and stuff, and be like have some more, L, LEDs on it. Maybe more Vadery. See, uh, here's here's what I'm gonna uh, here's what I'm gonna the theory I'm gonna put forth for this on you for you is that when he when he took it off when he was t- interrogating her, um, he wasn't sure if he was he if if he was the full scale bad guy. He was still dealing with his inner turmoil. Then when he takes it off with his dad. He then ends up killing his his dad. Spoiler, and uh, then he Han's becomes. He, then he becomes the yes. Then he becomes he he finally uh, you know makes a decision about whether or not he is able to be the full scale bad guy. And I would I would and the proof would be if he never takes it off again in the rest of the movies. Yeah, that would be and I would love that. Don't take it off ever again. Although 
we saw Vader without a mask at a the very of times. end when he was no he, wrong that one time when he came back and he was meditating or whatever. Uh, he he saw like the back of his like, head for a split second. Yeah, well, because he had somebody, the mask off. somebody interrupted him when he was working uh, one out. I'm just saying we've seen the the prime bad guys after and the one after. Oh my god! Was, you're, so you're going to compare him yes. and his little cool, sweet little uh, disco chamber. Um, yep. You're going to compare the back of his egg shaped head to what Kylo did with Ray. No, I'm just saying we saw him without his mask. <laughs> we did. He communed with the higher a higher authority uh, <clears throat> sans mask. And I've played hockey with guys in the NHL. What's your point? So no, I'm just saying. So clearly there's something. The mask is uncomfortable. It doesn't breathe very well. You know, it's it, it, breathes it gets a little great. claustrophobic. In yeah, there. I mean, you whatever. looked at Vader's head. He needed to have a little bit more actual oxygen hitting that bad. Right, boy. but he was off on his own doing that on his own time. If you're and going to, that. if you're going to sulk, do it on your own time. But we didn't. But why do they show it to us? Another another. Uh, Throwback to uh, Wedding I'm Crashers just, yeah. that time. I'm going to do movie quotes from time to time just for fun. Fun. Um, fun. Yeah, just leave it on going forward, all right? The mistake happen. Mistakes happen. You're not perfect. Just don't let it happen again. That's all I'm saying. I think now he's become full-scale bad, and he doesn't have to take it off again. Let's go back to the uh, the meeting on the uh, the catwalk with uh, yes. Papa, with yeah. his Papa. Maybe Han Solo. So what do you think about the fact that maybe, did I say that right? What do you think about the possibility uh, that that was staged, and Han knew it was coming, and um, he had to kill Dad. He had to kill Dad, not because he wanted to, but because he had to. And Han knew it was coming, and he did it for the greater good. My gut reaction to that is that that uh, I'm not sure I would get behind that one, only because Han never ever professed to have or get behind the Force stuff. And the whole like becoming and the father, all that stuff. That was more like a Skywalkery, Kenobi, Yoda y kind of thing. No, so that wasn't a, actually at all. I'm saying uh, he just no. I'm saying he, but he he shows in this movie that he is behind all that stuff. That it's all true. All the stories, they're all true. He says it's true, right? right. But and I, so I don't my know. point is that now he understands and. Uh, he is a devoted uh, member of the resistance, although he's not really. He's, he's off not. on his own. And in La Leia, La had, Leia had said, "You know, you gotta, you gotta talk to him. You can bring him back, or whatever it is that she said to him when they met at Maz's place." See, I, I, I but, okay. So I'm gonna go with the theory anyway, though. Even though he is off in La La Land doing his own thing, trying to find the Falcon, he's not really um, back home. You know, mowing the lawn and doing the good things he should be doing around the house. Um, so what if Kylo Ren is the ultimate double agent and uh, to destroy the Supreme Leader when he and Rey team up down the road, um, he needs to ascend to full Sith Lord and to ascend to full Sith Lord, you need to destroy someone that you love or that you're super close to because that's one of the criteria. And so Han wanting to contribute to the destruction of the Supreme Leader, took one for the team, fell on the sword, <laughs> literally, um, to further strengthen Kylo Ren Ben to get to the level he needs to get to to help he and Rey destroy Supreme Leader. Yeah, I, li I like that. I like That storyline would be awesome, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I like that story the most. Uh, I, I like the, the double agent thing. 
it's interesting, and it also sets up the possibility. And I read this somewhere online earlier today that do 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 the arcs of Kylo Ren, Ben, and Ray ever cross? Do we know for a fact that she's gonna? No, we don't. But do we think you know what are the odds that she ends up, you know, sort of switching, and Kylo Ren, Ben ends up being the hero because he has Skywalker blood in him, and she goes back dark. That's I just read oh, this and God, I was I like, oh, like, that's that whacked. Uh, that would blow. Can... That would blow me out of the water. But that one, if that theory is true, they can suck it. Because if she goes dark, I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> I won't want her anymore. <laughs> Why not? Because uh, that's too cliche. Everybody wants the bad girl. I don't want the bad girl. You know. You know. <laughs> okay. No. Um. All right. So let me think here. God, the problem is I didn't take notes, and I don't. I'm trying to go like through the flick. Um, you got other like little things you want to touch on, whatever. Who's Maz? I don't know. E.T.'s distant cousin. Yeah, she looks like E.T. She's as dialed into what's going on as Carl, the old guy on Jakku. <laughs> Arguably more. Oh uh, yeah, well she's been running that bed and breakfast for a thousand years, dude. <laughs> she's seen a few things. But she's got all the stuff. She's got the lightsaber. She's you know, I mean, she knows. She's seen all the eyes and all this. So she's, I don't, are we done with her? Do you think? I don't know. I'd be okay with her coming back. She's aight. As what though? As like a seer, like a, like a ombudsman of the force. Sure. Okay. She could take Yoda's place just without the force powers. Uh, I'd be cool with that. Just, like you, wise. You, you, and, wait, it sounded like you just said that she could take Yoda's place. Right. Without the force powers. Like just being that character. I mean, the old wise that's not Yoda, though. I'm sorry. That means she's not okay. I know what you're sort of you saying. You just compare. But... You just compared Kylo Ren taking his mask off and ta- uh, talking down Rey to um, a split second of the back of Darth Vader's head. So yeah. I can compare Maz to Yoda. Oh, that's just that's just on looks. That's just skin deep, man. No, it's not. I'm talking about her wisdom and her her being around for forever. She's old as dirt, just like Yoda was old as dirt. Had tons I think of wisdom. She's just had... I think she's just showing some hard miles. That's all. I don't think she's that old. I think she's like Han two, Solo said she's like been running 200. the bed and breakfast for a thousand years. He said those exact words. I, I think I think that was hyperbole. I, I think you know that's how the kids talk nowadays. I don't think. Well, you know what? Han Solo is not one of those kids. I think he is. Han Solo is the guy that doesn't want to be one of those kids. In I think at heart he is. Look who he's married to in real life. He is. He's that guy. Real life doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars. Oh, but it does. Um, life. Let me think here. Uh, also, uh, after seeing it four times, uh, at first I had an issue with Ray's Ray's quick ascension to recognizing her powers and being so powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that anymore. Okay, uh, why? I, don't, I still don't think it's. I don't think it's completely in line with the Star Wars way that she was able to whoop his ass. Um, mm-hmm. You and I talked about this off. Line yeah, uh, yeah. about how I would have preferred the way that the the continent divided as the Starkiller based planet was eroding. Uh, that the continent of the divide was the perfect way to break up the lightsaber battle. Uh, right. By the way, watching it the fourth time, we went to a super late movie. Me and my buddy Frank. Um, yeah, I fell asleep right before the 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 bit in the woods happened, and I woke up really? right after. I'm like, are you Whoa. kidding me right now? Wow, are you effing kidding me? Because it's Arguably the, the 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 high water point of the entire movie. Anyway, uh, but so so I've only seen that part three times. Um, but the continental divide that happens that separates those two to end the fight—that's perfect. 
Yes. Now, I still would have preferred her to fend off Kylo Ren because she's so new and he's not Sith Lord yet, but he's clearly further along than she is. I would have preferred, and even though he's damaged goods, I would have preferred she realize her new powers and fend him off until the Continental Divide rather than kick his ass like she did. That said, now I don't really have a, I don't have a problem with, I just, I just, I don't know why. I just don't. I, I'm cool with her, you know, because it, look at Luke back in the day. We knew nothing about Luke. Uh, Luke ascended very quickly. Um, there were a lot of questions as to why, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not the best analogy. She maybe ascended a little quicker, but who cares? You know, uh, if she, especially if she turns out to be Skywalker blood or whatever, uh, you know, like I've heard a lot of people up in arms about, you know, how does she know the Falcon inside and out? How does she know, you know, uh, whatever, when they're on Starkiller base, how to get those doors open for Han and Chewie as they're going in, et cetera, et cetera. She's a scavenger. She's been in an inside and out of every Empire vehicle on Jakku, probably. Um, you know, I, I'm willing to just say, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Uh, you understand that stuff. I get it. It's all good. You know, uh, she's just, she's, some people have that ability right out of the gate, you know? And it also, and I love her, so I don't really care. She's awesome. Well, not, not all raw Jedi have to have the same sort of base level and or ascension speed. So it also sets up the possibility that either this force is stronger with her than anybody we've seen yet, or she's just that much, you know, her, she, she could have a shorter and maybe steeper curve. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I like it. By the way, I was just handed a note by my 11-year-old daughter that it's Maz, not Maz, so I apologize. Yeah, it's Maz. Yeah, that Sorry. girl. Sorry You know what? That. that right there, you touched on this last time, that right there is why this is so great, because your 11-year-old daughter just corrected you on that. Yes, Be no, for the, sure. The, the franchise is in good hands. I can honestly say, like, I'm, I'm bummed that the third time I saw it, I took my wife. Um, that was the first time I got choked up when Han died. I was just kind of, it, really? I don't know why, it just finally hit me, like, Wow, this, like, Han and Luke, you know, more so than Leia for me. Uh, but as a kid, you know, because as a kid, as little boys, we were all about Han and Luke. Right. Um, th they might be the movie characters that have been in my life the longest. Ooh. I mean, because what, New Hope was 77, right? 77, yeah. I was born in 73, so I didn't even see it when it was in the theaters. And so the, the second that I was old enough to understand, I knew who Luke and Han were. So, and they've been with me my whole life. So... Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, you know what? Now it just finally hit me that, you know, like this this uh this character that's been a part of my almost entire life is dead and not yeah. going to be in movies anymore. That said, I believe so much in Ray, Finn, and Poe that if Luke and Leia were to die in the next episode, I'm cool with that. I can I could actually I'd go to the next one without them in it. I know they'll be in it and that's cool and I look right. forward to the how it's going to work with uh with with Luke teaching her. Um but I'm cool with it. I, I I think that the franchise is in good hands, and I'm so excited that, you know, when you, you talked about this last time, that your kids went and saw it and they loved it, and that when Elsie is old enough to see it, uh, that it's going to be a part of her life much just, I mean, it, she's in almost the exact same spot I was. It, yeah. it, New Hope was, you know, 77, I was four, not old enough to go see it. Elsie's three and a half. Right. You know, she's going to see it as soon as she can. She's almost in the same trajectory I was at, and hopefully uh, it's going to all be a part of her life because, you know, there's there's lessons in these movies. Uh, they're just fun to watch. It's cool to have this, you know, fictional uh, galaxy to go play off in. The marketing and the toys are all... If it was... If the marketing and the toys weren't so great, it would just be oversaturating and annoying. But they are they are great, and so it's just... It's cool to have it, like, just a part of... You know, it's a part of a... 
you know, there were many years that I didn't care about Star Wars at all, didn't even think about Star Wars, but it was always a slight part of my fabric, uh, you know, as a, who I am as a person. And I'm excited for that to be the case for Elsie as well. Yes. It makes me happy that, uh, to see my kid, gener- my kid's generation picking it up and loving it the same way that we did. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we've hit on just about everything. I agree, uh, man. You know, the only other thing is, is the plot itself. You know, that's the other thing I see people griping about is it's just the same movie over and over, the same movie as the other ones. It's like, well, you know what? Those same people that are complaining that it's the same storyline over again are the same people that were complaining about episodes one, two, and three and how they were, you know, they had nothing to do with Star Wars and they were terrible. Which way do you want it? Yeah, you can't have both ways. I don't care which, I don't care that it was largely the exact same story. I care that there were some wrinkles in it, that it was modernized and that it was well executed. That's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. And it wait, wait, wait. I'll acknowledge it. It it pretty much was the same story. It is but, the exact same story. I mean, but it it sets up the next, you know, it, the next two movies. So, what well, what did you expect them to do? I mean, if you want something completely different, then the Star Wars Rebels is coming out when, whenever. Yeah. You know? If you want something completely different, then go watch Phantom Menace: Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith again cuz there you go. Those were different. George Lucas was focused on trying new technology and storyline. He didn't care so much about the fans. All right? right. So if you want, go watch those again. Yeah, uh, I thought no, it was I, awesome. I agree. I, I, in fact, to bring to bring in a prior episode discussion topic, we're uh, a few weeks out from a, another Disney cruise here. And oh, uh, on the ships, they are showing the movie in the big uh, theater they have. And my wife and I have already agreed that we're going to see it as often as we can on the ship. Nice. Just don't fall asleep like I did. Uh, even if I do, I'm going to, you know, I mean, they show it like four times a day on these things. So, Oh, that's nice. You can just pop in and out whenever you want, right? Yeah. So my goal will be by the end of that cruise to have seen it more times than you. Good. Go for it. I think I'm done seeing it in theaters. I think I'm good. I think I'm satiated. Is that the right word? That's it is a good word. It is a very good word there. But I would I would still see, I, I'd like to see it at least once more and then see whether or not I've, I am satiated at that point. Yeah, understood. Understood. Um, uh, I guess the only other thing, and we have to, we should wrap this up fairly soon. But I guess the only other thing is uh, that I pointed that I talked uh, touched on, and I, again, I don't have a problem with it. But I think it's kind of funny this day and age because back in the day they wouldn't have cared. They would have just cast things the way they should cast things. This day and age, I guarantee you, they said we got our white guy with Poe. Yeah. I don't know what he, what's his name? I, I called him Oscar, I think, last. No, I, th- I called him Oliver last time. His name's Oscar Scott, I believe, uh, that plays Poe. Um, he looks like he's Italian or Spanish or something along those lines, uh, but he's a white dude. I guarantee mm-hmm. you they said, you know what? <sighs> it's Disney after all. They're like, we need a black guy and we need a girl. <laughs> I guarantee you that was in the conference room. You know what I mean? Like a meeting, like we got to cast it this way. Um, like I said last time, I don't care. No, I don't either. And that's the other thing is even if it was strategic and they felt like they had to do it that way, it it I get a little exhausted of that mentality in this day and age that we have to, you know, like, can we just get and, and I get it. I'm not a girl. I'm not a, a, a woman in our workforce. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a, a black dude in the NFL trying to get a head coaching job. I, I get that those. Uh, those struggles are not to use the cliche of people always say the struggle is real, but in, I'll use it in the serious sense. I get that that struggle is real. I totally get that. But I'm also tired of overcompensating the other way. I just why can't we just get you know why can't we just give the best person the job regardless of white, black, Asian like Nick in New York or um, 
like a what if there was you know like a purple colored uh, dinosaur type female? I, it doesn't matter what they are. It, it just let's just give the best person the job. That said, if this was completely strategic, um, it I don't care because they executed so perfectly. John Boyega was fantastic. Uh, we didn't even talk about Finn. I, I, you know, he was just perfect comic relief. I mean, he fit the the Han Solo spot pretty solid. And I think that's kind of who he was. And I I think you and I talked about it too that Poe and and Ray kind of make up Luke Skywalker together. Um, you know, uh, so uh, that said, even, even if it was strategic and completely planned and uh, felt the pressures of having to cast things a certain way, um, so be it. It was it. They, they they got the right people either way. Yeah. No. I yes. I and agree. You being um, of somebody that's not just you know white that's got you know uh, supposedly the easiest path uh, in the country in our country. Uh, do you do you understand what I'm saying with the the overcompensating and just finding the right person for the job and not worrying so much? Or do you think that we do yeah, need yeah, to yeah. consider oh, yeah, that stuff? Sure. Yeah, yes. And, and, and down that, you know, that way lies a different discussion, though, when you get into gender equality and things like that. And I don't know that we want to have that discussion right now. I don't think, but, no, this is a Star Wars discussion. Um, but, definitely. Um, but, but I, I, I do, I, you know, I generally believe in a sort of a merit based, you know, compensation whether that be monetary or otherwise uh you know thing that's that's where i uh, that's where i come in gotcha gotcha uh my only uh, and actually it's funny that we got on this topic because my last thing that i just thought of like five minutes ago um is it has to do with equality actually and i'm finding this because as a dad with a little girl and ray being such a phenomenal character so strong um you know, again, even if they said uh, we got to cast this as a girl, and in this regard, in this regard, if they did say we have to cast this as a girl, I don't fault them for it at all. Because as we were growing up, I think Star Wars was all about little boys. It was targeted at boys. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was targeted at men. Um, certainly, there are plenty of women out there that enjoy it, but I, that I'm again, I'm talking about the mentality, the approach. They were definitely targeting women. Um, and so, if they said we have to cast a, a female lead so that we can get little girls today because the guys are already there. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but she's also so darn good and so likable. Ah, I just, the little smirk, like I, something that's drawn me to women over the years. Cause I've already admitted I have a crush on her. Totally have the hots for her now. Um, but something's drawn me. I, I have, I've been a guy who hasn't gravitated towards Uber hot women. I've, I've always had like kind of quirky, like, you know, the, the list that you have with your wife of who you can sleep right. with. If the, like, Drew Barrymore was number one for a long, long time. And I realize nice. she's, you know, you're not going to throw her bed out of bed for eating crackers. But she's also not, I don't think if you pulled 100 dudes that she'd be in anybody's top five. You know, okay. especially the time period that I was into it. But she had this little thing. She has this little quirk that she does with her mouth when she smiles or when she talks. She kind of talks out of the side of it, sort of. So I right. gravitate towards types of t- things like that. And Ray, Daisy, uh, Ridley... She does that so often throughout the movie. Has these little looks on her face that are just like, oh my God, I love you to death. Uh, anyway, so because she's so strong and she's so phenomenal and she's the lead and that's exactly what they wanted, where are the Ray toys? It's legitimately pissing me yeah, off. Yeah. And yeah, it's become yeah. a thing. J.J. Abrams spoke out about it. Yes, I saw that he had, although I didn't read his exact comments. I haven't read a single comment. I've literally read Twitters and headlines. That's all I've read. Uh, but my understanding is that you know, that they're kind of accusing Hasbro of, you know, being a little sexist. And it's like, because you, you see the Monopoly game that doesn't have Ray. That you go to Target and there's a, like a six pack of, I don't know how tall they are, let's say six inch yeah, or seven inch, eight inch. She's not in there. Finn and Poe are in there, but Ray's not? Right. Like, 
if you want to suck in the girls, do it. Well, then yeah. wh- where's where's the action figure? My daughter can't see the movie yet. It's too it's a little too loud and a little too violent for her. She's three and a half. So where's the Ray character that I can? Where's the Ray action figure I can go grab for her that she can play with? Exactly. I don't no. get it. And, and my understanding is that the second wave of toys that are coming out soon will have Ray everywhere. She's going to be all over. And maybe it was strategic. Maybe they didn't make, maybe it's not sexist at all. Maybe they were trying to hide her prominence a bit. You know, they don't want you to, you know, think that she is everything in this movie, which she is. You know, because I wouldn't say that they made it obvious that she was going to take every, you know, be the runaway you know, and nobody knew what we were getting from her. You know what I mean? We didn't know if we were going right. to get a, co- a completely co-led thing uh, with her and Finn um, or not. So maybe they were well, trying to, to mask that. I don't know. But Disney knew. I mean, this stuff, none of the, not all this stuff came out before the movie. You know, a lot of the, like the, the packs, the action figures and whatnot came out, you know, sort of at That's least true. at the same time. as. So I, I could have had them ready to go. Yes, I hear what you're saying, but I still think it represents an oversight. And if they're trying to, so we're calling you know, a sexist card. I'm calling officially calling it a sexist card. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm sure there was some marketing decision. Behind, well, I would assume there's some marketing decision behind it, but I think it was a misstep. And I think that it, it's 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 the maybe the one um, sort of black mark so far on how they've done this you know, everything around this movie because everything be else the only has been one. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think everything else has been strong, but I think that. To assume, first place, to assume that the boys wouldn't want to play with her character, having seen the movie when she's all over the damn thing, is also stupid. Yeah, right? well, and- uh, we have Disney Infinity. If you're not familiar with that, you should get familiar because it's it's an, it's a conversation for another episode. But uh, Disney Infinity is phenomenal. It's like a it's like a, we have PlayStation Four. It's like Little Big Planet meets a Lego game. It's awesome, and you can get every single Disney character you could ever want. And I wow. like using Ray when we play with with Elsie. It's like she's because she's awesome. She's a badass. I don't care. If she's a younger girl, she's a badass. <laughs> doesn't, awesome. doesn't it? Doesn't uh, it? Doesn't uh, threaten my manhood at all. Uh, but I think I, I think we can agree, um, intentional or not, huge oversight. Yes. Yep. With you. Do you have anything else? No, man. I uh, I, I just I'm super psyched about the movie still, and um, uh, I'm glad that we spent. Uh, this much time talking about it twice because it was worth it. I know we try to keep these things shorter, but this one, like, you know, this is something that you and I are so passionate about and it's such a huge, even a month and a half later, it's still, you know, massive, such a massive movie that, by the way, they're saying now could become the first movie ever to go to $3 billion. (laughs) I I don't think it's even at two yet, but again, it's only been out for a month, for a month, (laughs) a little over a month. You know, again, keep in mind that that's still, it's a month today. Martin Luther King Day, it's 118. It's a month today. A month today. A month today. Yay, yay. A month today. All right, I'm done. Sorry. Uh, Keep in mind, that sticker price for the franchise was four bills. So uh, for for them to recoup, if they recoup three of it in one in the first film alone, and that's just the box office. The first film alone, I mean, uh, I know we're trashing them for maybe this, uh, for the oversight with the doll, with the toys and and the marketing and merchandise, but... But man, other other than that, you cannot debate the. In my opinion, that they are a brilliant business. That do, you, do you remember go, uh, walking into Target over the last month or the last two months, really, seeing Star Wars: The Force Awakens stuff everywhere? Yes. Have you seen how the shelves are empty now? Yes. They've made plenty of money in merch. <laughs> so the it, the Ray oversight might end up actually benefiting them because everybody bought up what there was. Now they're going to go buy it up all over again. Buy up all the other stuff, yeah. Which, yeah. Speaking of which, I still have a thing for you uh, that was only available you have a thing in the parks. for me? Wow. I do. I've got a, I I've got a present for you. But, uh, it was, oh, a present. 
only available in the parks when we were down in uh, at Epcot over the fall. So I oh, got to ship that ship that out to you. Well, ship it or just get your ass to Minnesota sometime. I, I will. I will be there in March. You know what? Something we don't spend enough, nearly enough time on doing. Follow us on Twitter. We should be doing this at the beginning oh, and the end yeah. of every show. Follow us on Twitter at DrinkFTCarton. Uh, find us on Facebook. Like us, please, because that's how we know that you're actually paying attention. Uh, and I would say, most of all, if you have an iPhone uh, or Apple uh, ID at all, subscribe to us on the uh, Apple Pod on the iTunes podcast, please. That would be lovely, right? You're so, you're so good at PSAs, right? Well, I should we should have done that at the very beginning. You know why? Because what? the thing that we tag at the end says all that again anyway. Oh, well. But it's better coming from, from your voice. Right. Now we got to get some advertising. Hey, if you've got a business that you want like 17, 18 people to hear about, you, <laughs> <laughs> you should give us $3,000 a month. <laughs> Sounds like a good pitch to me. That's a, Always be closing, Nick. ABC. Always be closing. Hey, guess what? You're, you're Paul Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm in the Twin Cities and you're Nick in New York. Do you have anything? You good? Uh, Feel I'm good, good about man. this? I am I'm satisfied. Okay, I'm gonna hit the close. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Follow the Drink from the Carton podcast on Twitter at DrinkFTCarton. Subscribe on iTunes and get more at drinkfromthecarton.com.